and welcome to Gaming Frontier Podcast number 22, our 22nd episode of this this joyous race that we're uh, taking part of. My name is Guillermo Vizcaino and I will be your host for today and I'm, as always, accompanied in here um, by my very, very good friend, Mr. Adolfo Giri. Hello, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. Ready for another show. Another week, another show. Yes. Another week for video games, for gaming and gaming news. And as always, we got you covered over here at the Gaming Frontier. That's absolutely right. This is a podcast that is part of a Gaming, uh, gaming Frontier's YouTube channel where you can find gaming-related content throughout the week. Uh, you know the drill. Gaming Frontier is a podcast, YouTube channel, news, gaming industry, our thoughts, predictions, and in short, everything you can come to expect from a YouTube channel. And without further ado, let's jump right into news and announcements. Yes. Of which we don't really have that much this week. It's been a, a cool week. week. Yeah. Ju- July, usually like that. That's right. Yeah, especially, you know, post E3, mm-hmm. not a lot of movement, mm-hmm. people taking, you know, their gaming vacations in, you know, studios and, and journal, uh, journalists and whatnot. Uh, but we're not. We are very hard at work. Yeah, very, very hard at work. Uh, and we're going to take our two-week vacation next week. So um, right. expect uh, some different type of content coming uh, in, in the following two weeks. And then we'll, you know, retake the, the podcast on a normal basis um, in, you know, past July. Right, right, right. But anyway, for this show, we're going to talk about a little phenomenon going on around. Uh, yeah, no one, I, at least I didn't expect it. I don't, I don't think... Mm, you know, analysts or experts or most of them expected Pokemon Go to go as big and as, as loud as it came. Uh, last week, Pokemon Go came out in four territories. Yeah. Japan, the United States, Australia, uh, Australia New, and Zealand. New Zealand. That's yeah. right. Um, of course, I mean, people didn't took long for them to, you know, devise ways of getting the, the application, you know, without this region restrictions. But that's beyond the point. The point is that the thing went, like, the thing exploded. It, it was it's big, it was huge, yeah. it really is a phenomenon. Uh, I want to know your thoughts about this, about, I mean, we know, and I, we've talked about this before, we are not big fans of the mobile uh, mm. gaming industry, of, of that part of the industry, but I still I want to know what you think about Pokemon Go and, and, you know, what it means for the mobile industry, what it means for gaming. So what do you think? Well, me personally, uh, me as a gamer, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really care much about Pokemon Go because, it, as you just said, I mean, we don't, we don't uh, usually, we are mobile gamers, right? and I, I don't, I don't have a single game on my phone. I right. don't care about gaming on my phone. I don't think it, it isn't a platform for me, right? And um, I don't care about the game in the way that uh, it isn't the Pokemon that I'm used to. Yes, I like catching Pokemon, but I play Pokemon mostly for the strategy, for the battles, and I like that deep. System all all the all those deep systems that are that are in Pokemon all the strategies and and all, all the all that cool competitive stuff that I I love our Pokemon and this is a different kind of game right yeah. this is this is more friendly more casual more open to people who who are a broader audience right and uh, so th- this is a game for me but at the same time I'm 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 happy I'm glad that um that this has been successful because in a way yeah. It, it always, I mean, if we have all of these people getting into Pokemon, and many of these people haven't played a Pokemon game in many, many years, or ever, really. Yeah. So, this is also a way for people to maybe get very interested in Pokemon and then jump 
perhaps yeah, little Pokemon or Mega Ruby or Fossil Fire Sun and Moon to jump into the into the bigger, uh, the bigger more beefy Pokemon stuff, right? Right. But also financially speaking, I think this is this is, this is a very, very cool thing for Nintendo because we know that Nintendo is having issues and they're having troubles with um with their finances with their sales. And th- their expectations for console sales are just going down, down, down. And, and they've been having a rough time. Yeah. So, um, putting it mildly. Putting it mildly, yeah, definitely. So I like that they are having a an increase in their in their money yeah. in, in their money flow coming towards them. I think this is uh, this is a positive thing. I just, my, my, I mean, my wish is that. They they could be able to use this cash flow to per, to perhaps not to, so so they, so they won't have the issue with the NX that they had with the Wii U that they weren't ready for for a bigger quantity of quality development yeah. for the platform and I would love I I think and I like if they could use all of this cash flow towards that yeah. instead of developing more. Just more games yes, like this. Of course, of I mean, they—they're obviously it, it, it's a logical decision, right? If this—if if a game like this is being successful, well, then then you you gotta use part of that of that money to make more games yeah. like this, right? But I just don't want that to be a hundred percent of what they do with this extra cash flow. I think if Nintendo can use their the, the money coming towards them from Amiibos, from uh, Pokemon Go, from Mitomo, later from the theme park that yeah. they're that they're gonna be doing. Which actually I read it's gonna be bigger than Harry Potter's. Really? Yeah. Huh. So that's cool. that's that's very cool. If they can use all the money into productions, into yeah. into gaming productions for people like us, so they won't lose their core audience like you and me. So 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 they could have their NX platform filled with the Zeldas, the Metroids, the F Zeros, the Mario's, all that kind of stuff. If 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 they can do that with all this money, I think this is I think this is a very, very, very positive thing for us. And even for people like us who aren't interested in mobile gaming, this is we, we should be excited about Nintendo being successful in the mobile business because that just means money for them. Yeah. And money for them can equal more productions like um, New Metroid, like uh, the next Legend of Zelda, that kind of stuff, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm glad for them. Yeah, I'm absolutely in the same boat with you. I think you really just expressed the very same things I wanted to talk about. Um, just maybe dwelling, if you allow me a little bit more into detail with, with the financials at least. No. Uh, oh, damn. Okay, <laughs> let's jump to the just next kidding. thing. Just kidding. Come on, come on. Um, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> you mentioned financial and cash flow, yeah. right? Uh, the news where, at least for the time of release that was last week mm-hmm. or you know early uh, mid last week, uh, the thing did so well that Nintendo's share prices went up, at least by then, by 10%, just on that first days of, of you know, after release. Rumors are that, that right now they had an increase of about 20-something percent, which is huge. That's a lot. Nintendo haven't seen this type of increase in, in years, probably. And, and that's, I mean, that's very good news for Nintendo. I read somewhere, I'm not sure if this mm-hmm. information is accurate, but that they they saw an increase, or they got, their, their shares got to a point where they haven't been since the 80s. I, I wouldn't doubt it. And that's, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. If that's the case, that's even higher than the, than than what they reach on the Wii. In the Wii times. During the Wii I, I don't wow. know. I mean, we we would have to to fact check that, right? Yeah. But 
I mean, at least the fact that they went up, that they raised by huge amounts, it's, it's absolutely yeah. true. And uh, the game itself made, four days after release, had already made $14 million for Nintendo, which is, for a mobile game, it's huge. It's, yeah. it's a very, very big number. And a free, a free game. And for a free game, yeah, yeah. No, no, no other. So, I mean, these are very, very good figures. I, uh, I do agree with you in that, I mean, obviously you have to, you know, pay off for the game, right? You have to, you you got your investment back and that's good. And then part of the rest goes towards making more projects like this. And the rest of what whatever's left should go, as you said, and I think, and I agree, uh, should go towards productions that are more aimed towards different types of, of you know, of players like you and me, maybe more core, more hardcore gamers, uh, maybe, you know, people looking for the next, as you said, F-Zeros, Metroid, Zeldas, coming out for either the NX or the Wii U or whichever, you know, consoles um, Nintendo has in mind, maybe the new handheld, who knows. Uh, and yeah, I do I do think uh, that should be their path. Uh, this game, this Pokemon Go, I think has a very good timing related to what you said about people jumping from here to a more normal or a more regular Pokemon game. Uh, Sun and Moon coming out, a trailer just hit yesterday in Japan. Uh, so, you know, the success of this plus uh, plus the trailer yesterday and people already having that Nintendo and, and Pokemon mentality uh, on their minds, it might just, you know, if they really like this and it's a game, then they might buy a Pokemon Sun and Moon, which it's a game more that's aimed more towards us and it has all that deep mechanics and, mm-hmm. and things that you were talking about. But it's also a game that's not that unfriendly towards new right. players, right? That they can jump exactly. into the game and make a team and maybe they don't train them, maybe they don't really care about IVs, EVs, and, and whatnot. Just beat the game and But yeah, fun, just yeah. beat the game and yeah, catch your Pokemon and train them, level them up and, you know, just go on through the game as a casual gamer and still enjoy it. So. Like we did when we initially exactly. got into Pokemon. Absolutely, we didn't, right. We didn't know anything about EV training or like Absolutely, stuff, right. Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, and we had a blast. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a good way of... of Drawing into yeah. into Pokemon the, all that new audience or that old audience that just got or forgot about Pokemon, uh, and yeah, let's hope and see if it does well. Uh, this is also expanding towards the different parts of the of the entertainment industry, like movies. Mm-hmm. I heard somewhere, I, I read somewhere that Legendary. Oh yeah, there was a rumor. That they... Yeah, we're uh, thinking about doing a live action Pokemon movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know how how would they do it or, or if if it's a good idea at all. But, I mean, the fact that they're thinking about it and they, yeah. they, they were talking about a very good writer, Max Landis, and they were talking about, you know, bringing out very cool people to be part of the movie. The potential is there. The potential is there, exactly. There, yeah. And there are very cool stories in there in the Pokemon universe. So, yeah, let's 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 see. Pokemon is a huge thing, and we just confirmed it with this. It's always been a very, very huge thing yeah. in gaming, but it's, it's very nice to see Pokemon being as big outside of gaming as it was when the original cartoon launched. Yes. Right? So it's always been a very, very big thing. Absolutely. Especially in Japan. It's, it's a... Oh, yeah. yeah. Japan, <laughs> like, Japan is Pokemon, yeah. basically. And Monster Hunter, right? And Monster Hunter, yeah. And a bit of anime here and there. But <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's very nice to see Pokemon being such a huge, huge thing in the West. Yeah. And a lot of people interacting with it. And uh, I just wonder how long will this last? 
It's, mm. it's, it's a mobile thing. It's a cash option. So how long until people get bored of it? You know? I just yeah. wondered that. And I think that's a very, very, very big challenge for for developers in, in terms of how can we keep these people engaged and not leave the game? Yeah, the thing about this type of game is that I don't think it's it's uh, something that you can reiterate. I think this is the type of game that you have one of a kind and that's yeah. it. It's not gonna you cannot have a Pokemon Go too. No. It's it's like a one hit wonder, right? It it, it hits and it a huge success. And then it just dies. and then it yes, it fades away. So yeah. uh, at least that's what I think. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's the case with we all mobile games yeah. really that, that was the case with uh, angry birds it right. happened like that it, granted it lasted maybe a bit longer than we initially thought <laughs> in a movie after but 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 the game but, but as a phenomenon it it, yes. it died out same happened with candy crush and with uh, i think the more suitable uh, example would be flappy birds right that was the one thing that got huge Fish. humongous and then just fade away and disappeared yeah it lasted what like a month a month or two maybe? yeah maybe being, a couple being months a, be, being a, a big thing that everyone yeah. talked about and right, then right it, it died away yes yeah I, think, I, I do think that the same thing will happen to Pokemon but it's just a matter of how can they uh, h- how can they take advantage of the thing right now being a monster being a huge phenomenon so how can we drive all these people that are right now interested and enjoying Pokemon Go into jumping to a 3DS and getting Pokemon Sun and Moon right, right. Yeah. I, th- I think that's that's what they should be thinking about. And I, I'm pretty sure that that's what they're doing, right? Because there's more revenue to be made, I think, on yeah, on, on this app for each of these customers. Yeah. So I just I, I love I love to have more Pokemon players on board. Yes. So yeah, I me can too. so I can beat the crap out of them. <laughs> out of them. <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. Well, anyway, uh, moving on from Pokemon to something else. Uh, yeah. There's a game we've played a lot uh, in the recent past. We stopped playing it because The Witcher is a huge thing and <laughs> it really consumed us again. Yeah. But before we did, uh, we were playing a hell of a lot of uh, Overwatch. 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 Blizzard. I've been uh, dying to play Overwatch game. again. Yeah, I know. Me too. I've been dying to play Overwatch again. But yeah, it's, it's a niche, right? It's, it's you. Uh, you really yeah, want to come back. And yeah. especially after this, uh, yesterday uh, we to Tuesday the twelfth, twelfth yeah. of the month of July, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, yeah. A new character was revealed. Yeah, unexpected for me. Unexpected. Yeah, uh, yeah I was expecting someone else. That that that's where my surprise okay. came from. Not a sniper. No, a sniper, but not this sniper. Okay. I, I was thinking of of, of this uh, famous Sombra character that. Um, Reaper keeps talking about, and you find pieces and bits of, of, of information and whatnot. But no, the character that was revealed yesterday was Anna, and Anna is Faris's mother. mother. Yeah, yes. which is cool because you can see her, you know, in the like the old pictures of Overwatch, and she's there, and you see her, and it's very cool. They had also this um, origins reveal. Uh, which tells you the story about her, and I'm not gonna tell it to you here. I, Go I and watch the watch video. It. I you haven't? haven't? I I did saw it on my news feed, and and I added to my playlist, my watch it later playlist. But I I I haven't watched it. Oh, watch the watch it. It's 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 a good one. It's okay. it's interesting. It's it's a it's a cool cool. I mean, Blizzard's great at doing this, at yeah. doing those snippets of story that are very emotional and cool mm-hmm. and, and and immersive. Um, so yeah, it's a very cool character, and uh, its backstory is interesting. I liked it. Uh, and yeah, now it's back, and it's a support character, mm-hmm. which is a sniper, right? Mm-hmm. And her ability is that you can, if you aim and shoot at your 
allies, you heal them. You heal them and yeah. if you shoot at your enemies, you damage them. Yeah. Her abilities revolve around that sniper medic combo, which yep. is very cool. And it's very, very cool because now I'm really a lot more inclined. I mean, there are people that were already inclined towards this, but I w I'm now more inclined to playing a support character mm -hmm. now that I have a very cool, interesting sniper there yeah. than before. Because before, Definitely. I mean, there were cool characters in, in, in that support category. Yeah. But I don't know. I, uh, Not your thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get that. I get that. I'm right there with you, really. Yeah, yeah. Until now. Now yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind if there's no support on my team to go and grab Anna and play mm -hmm. as her. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, I, I did see, uh, I, I did watch a short gameplay All right. of her. And she, she looks so interesting. Yeah. It, it, it looks like a lot of fun because she's a sniper, but... She's not the kind of uh, sniper like Widowmaker, yeah. whereas with Widowmaker, it's better if you just stay on the roofs or far away from 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 kind of combat is is happening and just shooting away from yeah. from from afar and in landing headshots, right? That, that's the kind of gameplay that suits Widowmaker better, especially because you gotta zoom in and wait a few a few a few, a few, seconds, a few right. moments until you can shoot yeah. and have the the, the shot charge. So she's a different kind of sniper, and Anna is more of a faster character in that way that you you don't need to focus your shots you can just yeah. and and i saw a gameplay where she was in the middle of the payload right and, yeah and she was just shooting 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 everyone on the team and then shooting at at the enemy team and then shooting back at the allies yeah and and it, and it was really fast it, she's 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 a kind of a i saw her more than as a sniper but as a but as a healer with a, a, a same as um, semi-automatic weapon right. that could heal and uh, and and also do damage to enemy team to the enemy team. I was talking more like that, right? And that's I like that because she doesn't feel in any way similar to Widowmaker. No, no, no. And even though I love Widowmaker, she, she's actually my favorite character in the game. I didn't want to have a character that felt like her because then what's the point, right? Yeah. And I'm impressed that Blizzard actually managed to add to... We already have a 21-character roster with a sniper, and they yeah. added another sniper that feels... That, I mean, at least looks so much different to any of those 21 yeah. characters by far. Yes, yeah. So it's it's wow. And yeah, and she, she... As far as I can see, she doesn't have any vertical movement like Widowmaker. Right. Like Widowmaker does, which also makes her unique and different because she's yeah. a sniper with no vertical abilities. So that makes her more suitable for being underground with a team and healing everybody, and that's that's just that sounds so fun. And her ultimate ability, just powering, powering someone. the hell up of uh, yeah. out of someone. That's that's so awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. Very much in 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 terms with its support role, right? But yeah, as you said, that's the magic of Blizzard. Blizzard's yeah. able to bring to life these characters and give them so much personality yeah. and so much uniqueness compared to the rest of the roster that it's it's impressive it really is impressive and i and i think sometimes blizzard doesn't have as much praise as, as it should as it deserved mm -hmm. uh but yeah they are great 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 doing this type of, of thing they they do have something similar with um uh, heroes of the storm mm -hmm. is the name of the of the moba yeah um, where they bring new characters every now and then, and, and they manage to do the same thing, right? Keep them all separate from each other or, or unique compared to each other, uh, whilst giving them a lot of personality and character and very cool things that really make you want to play as them, right? A cool story. 
coming back to Overwatch, I mean, you know, sorry, Soldier 76, yeah. uh, story, backstory, you know, uh, Winston and how he's related to Overwatch, you know, all the background mm -hmm. history with this character, Hanzo and, and Genji and all those relationships that yeah. you form with um, Tracer and Widowmaker and now Anna. And so it's a very, 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 very cool tangled web of stories that for a game that's solely multiplayer, it's not, you could argue it's not necessary, but mm -hmm. gives the game that much feeling that it really draws people in. Yeah, exactly, because you feel some kind of empathy yeah. in a way with the character that you are controlling Absolutely. on the game. You feel some kind of emotional attachment yes. to the characters, even if it's an evil character, whatever. You can you feel some kind of attachment to this to these guys, and uh, it's yeah. I, oh man, how much I love to have a movie or more oh, animations yeah, or more short absolutely. films or a campaign even a campaign on the game how much I would love yes. to have something like that that explores more of this and yeah. um, given given Blizzard's long term plans for Overwatch I think it's very very possible that yeah. we could eventually have something like that me too and yeah I I'm very excited do we have a release date for Anna? Uh, not official not as of yet but we were uh, talking to our in-house expert on <laughs> Blizzard Uh, the other day, and at least for Heroes of the Storm, the the system usually goes as you know you reveal your character one Tuesday or one day of the week, mm -hmm. and then a week later the the character is is put out. Okay. It's, it's available. Okay. So next week maybe. Yeah, we'll take it with a grain of salt, but yeah, probably Tuesday next week we should be able to play with with Anna. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. At least soon. Yeah, it's not a cool, long cool. way. That that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I would right. really like them to keep bringing this type of mm -hmm. content, right? Yeah. Uh, every now and then. It's been a long time since we heard a, a good, big Overwatch news. Yeah. Other than, or, you know, Blizzard banning <laughs> cheaters banning and people. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. so it launched on May, uh, the, by the end of May, May yeah. 24th, I think. May 24th, and then we got competitive play. Yes. Uh, like a month later. Mm -hmm. And now another month later or less than a month later we have a new character and, okay yeah. and i hope maybe once per month maybe not necessarily characters but at least maps. maybe some maps or yeah. game types or yeah. game modes or whatever right yes so yeah keep your eyes in overwatch it's cool. a, a very cool game it's it's yeah you know on this path to becoming as big as, as team fortress was yeah uh, so yeah keep an eye out for it very um, very, very fun you mentioned yeah. competitive play right mm -hmm. That's uh, our second part of Overwatch news. Hmm. Uh, not really news. I mean, they, they patched it. They heard the community of Blizzard. And uh, they put a patch up uh, that only allows you to be one character per team of whichever 21 characters you okay. have. right? So yeah. you can only have one Tracer in your team or only one Widowmaker or only one of the characters. On competitive play. On competitive play, yeah. On the f quick play? What, what's the name, right? On quick play, it, it stays, it stays yeah, the same, right? Exactly, okay, yeah. Okay. On the social uh, game types, you, you can still play with five Bastions if you want. And, okay. and, and yeah, <laughs> make a okay. mess with that. Yeah, uh, we've done that Yes, before, <laughs> and it's fun. Granted, it's, it's, it's fun. a lot of fun. Yeah. But, I mean, I would understand. I, I see why it's not really... You know, it, it really mess with the mechanics if you with use it on, on, yeah, on competitive, balance, on competitive play. Yeah, so definitely. I, I, I like it. I think it's a, it's a good thing. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, League of Legends and all the movers generally have this type of, of restrictions. It actually goes a little deeper on other places, and that's what I want this to go to, mm -hmm. where you have not just allowing only one per team of, of any given character, 
but also you have this system where you can like you have two teams right and then one team bans one of the characters because they don't want to play against him mm -hmm. and then the other team thinks okay we cannot use this one so we're gonna use this other yeah. and then we're gonna ban this other mm -hmm. character for the other team and you know they yeah. they they make this competitive yeah. uh, selection of characters to to that really really makes it a little more spicy a little cooler a little yeah. interesting unpredictable also unpredictable exactly cool. so and yeah and you you allow them to counter some of mm -hmm. the character nice, counters nice, nice. And, and that's cool yeah so I, I would like them to go that way that route um, but yeah I mean I, I think it's a good thing right it, it, cool I think agree yeah definitely yeah. And yeah, so uh, yeah, keep it keep it uh, locked with Overwatch. And yeah. now moving on to uh, YouTube, which is probably where you're watching us right now. On the YouTubes. On the YouTubes. There have been a couple uh, scandals as, as of late. The drama. <laughs> which we thought was Ooh. mentioned, it was worth mentioning. Uh, I mean, we obviously have nothing to do with them. And we are so little still that we're really not going to make much noise about this. But still, I mean, it's worth mentioning. Uh, Especially because of the ethical implications that it has to, you know, be part of this community and be part of, of in a way, uh, someone that people listen to and someone that people see and might, you know, might, obviously not us, but might look up to in terms of someone huge, someone big, someone that you, I don't know, I'm talking about the Markipliers, the, you know, which are beacons of, of happiness for people. Uh And then we have cases like this where uh, a couple of YouTubers, uh, you might know them, guys. Uh, we're not going to mention any names, but a couple of YouTubers recently had this uh, a Counter-Strike vetting site. Mm -hmm. And uh, in their channels, they promoted it and they you know, mentioned it and said, like, oh, look at this site. It's amazing. And let's see. Let's go in. And, and oh, my God, I want something. I want this other. I want this other thing. Um, and then later on, someone find out that the guys actually not just found the site, they actually owned the site. So in and all these things like, oh look at this, I'm winning, I'm I'm not winning, I'm oh these amazing prices were just, you know, them sending and, and, and resending the prices and the bettings and in a way that they would between always them. win yeah. between them. So oh. yeah, mm. it's it's a bit of a not nice it's a fraudulent way of, of uh, promoting your business it's unethical it's because you are absolutely you are basically lying to your to your followers yeah Ooh. yeah so uh i mean it's worth mentioning because it's i mean it's youtube and it's it's youtube has gotten very dark with time has gotten very negative mm -hmm. and i think things like this really don't help yeah all the youtube drama really don't help with you know the community and how they interact with each other and, and the trust that you might or might not develop within to be between fair, the community to be fair uh, i don't think that these guys actually expected these to be taken as so negative I think this was a, like sort of an innocent mistake on their behalf, where they were like, "Oh, let's do this thing right. and uh, see how people." I don't know. I think it was it was just a, like a random idea that they had, and um, I I don't think there was really a malevolent intention right. behind this. Could be, but they clearly they clearly didn't it think it's backfired true. on them. Yeah. yeah. 
Oof. Could be. I mean, you're not guilty on the proven otherwise, right? So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it could be the case. I hope that's the case. But it's still, it's unethical, right? It's yeah. it's it's not okay to mislead yeah. your followers uh, okay. and your following. Uh, yeah, and then staying with the fraudulent things. Uh, I don't know if you remember last last year? No, two years ago. Um, a game came out. was well, actually a very good game. Uh, Shadows of Mortar. Shadow of Mortar. Shadow Mid- Middle of Mortar. Yeah, of Middle Earth. Earth. Shadow of Mortar. Um, a WB game yeah. that was actually good. Yeah. I, I really think the game was good. In fact, I have the, I have a sealed copy of the game. Yeah, you have I, it there. Game of the Year edition. Cool. Yeah. Which I got for dirt cheap and I haven't played. I haven't even opened it. You have thousands of games there that you haven't yeah. played. And yeah. Yeah, Same but for I, you, man. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I even I would recommend the game to you because i think the game yeah. was good yeah uh but even then wv decided that it was for their best intent and their best interest to pay off um influencers in youtube mm-hmm. um a lot of big names are, are you know coming and going about this none of them confirmed to have accepted or not but a lot of them did i mean it's confirmed that they that wb gave them money to positively um, talk about the game and to not speak about any bugs or glitches or, or mm-hmm. errors and mistakes that they might have found within the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was this clause that they needed to say that they were being sponsored by them and some of them didn't. Uh, some of them hit, the, uh, hit that sponsor thing within the description, but they needed to click on the show more thing. That In any way... Uh, the FTC, I think it's called the the, the agency of you know that manages all these things. Uh, reprehended, I guess, is the word uh, WV for doing this. Um, obviously, there has to come some repercussions for the, the YouTubers, drama. the drama, of course. <laughs> and uh, oh uh, yeah, but I mean, rumors about this came out uh, when the game came okay. out, and they were very much they were taken. I mean, they were taken badly, but taken in a very weird way because other than they paying the influencers to say the game was good the game was actually good mm-hmm. so i mean it's a very weird situation of, of a publisher not trusting on its game yeah they I didn't think. have confidence in the game yes maybe? and uh, and yeah i mean now things backfired on them unnecessarily because they didn't really need that positive yeah. push for the game because that was, positive thing would have come naturally yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh. it's a very weird case. Uh, WB is odd with its games. WB is is on a track right now. Yes. They are they are doing a lot of weird, weird stuff. Yes, yeah, like the Batman, the Arkham Knight exactly. thing on PC, which yes. is a oh. damn disaster. Yeah, now the the Return to Arkham thing not coming to PC mm-hmm. and what's what. What's going on? I have no idea. But I mean, what's odd is that they also make great games. I mean, the Batman games are great games. They polish great they games. They do yeah. have problems with the, the, the debacle with PC, right? They they, they also know... The Witcher. Yes, that's what I wanted to get to. You know what other game they published? The Witcher 3. But the, wh- where did they publish that one? What do you mean where? Yeah, because they didn't publish The Witcher in all territories. Oh, I don't know. They published in Japan, I think. I don't know. But 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 I know that that Warner that WWE didn't publish the game 
everywhere. Everywhere. They, they okay. polish in a specific region. Well, at least right now, if you turn yeah. on your game, you're gonna see the yeah. WB logo there. In oh, so they did. Pu- they things. did publish at least in, in America. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I always see the WB logo when I play my Witcher Three copy, and it, and it's right there, and it's right next to the CD Projekt Red thing. because yeah. I haven't noticed because I just leave the game on. Uh, on the quick, yeah, I accidentally turn off my entire electricity thingy and, and reset <laughs> my Xbox. And, and so, yeah, I needed to restart the game. But, yeah, I, I, I remember it vividly because I was thinking about the show and the WB. And I go, oh, look at that. WB also publishes Publish the this. Witcher. Yeah. The best open world game out there Absolutely. By yes, by absolutely. Play absolutely. Play. Yeah. And so it's weird for a publisher like this to have very, very bad, dark moments and, and you know, moments of just full-on stupidity, and then great, amazing at, content to show for. At to... least they didn't do this for The Witcher. You know, you oh, know yeah. how would that be? Yeah. That would be like, no, be... <laughs> what? <laughs> Especially the hiding of the box in the clip because there are a lot of them in The Witcher. Uh, yeah. Nothing game-breaking uh, sometimes, but at least funny glitches m- that you find most of Most of the box in The Witcher 3 are the funny, uh, the yes. funny things, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the kind of funny stuff happens and completely understandable for a game of that size right it's 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 nothing terrible some plants floating here and there some we'll actually have a compilation of those bugs and glitches on gaming frontier expect that very very soon cool so you can see all our 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 weird fun witcher glitches happening in there yeah terrains disappearing water disappearing enemies respawning in the middle of the air yeah (laughs) girl despawning on the bottom of the sea yeah (laughs) yeah very odd things that happen in the witcher 3 but i mean it's it's a little fun to be had with the game uh the horse doing weird shit so yeah uh but yeah i mean it's odd for wb to be like let's hope they they take on a better path they take on a more you know learn from their mistakes and stop doing weird practices and trusting more in your games, right? And, trusting and, more and also, on your content. Definitely. And also, I don't think that paying, uh, that paying YouTubers and influencers for speaking positively about a game and not negative, like just ignoring all the negative stuff, that's unethical to me. Yeah, that's, it goes against the, the free speech, right? Exactly. It, it's, it's, exactly. Yeah, because you, you could pay for an ad and yeah. that's fine. But paying someone to play the game and doing, and doing a positive preview or review for the game, that's wrong. Yeah. You can pay someone for a review, but not a positive review. That's, exactly. that's wrong. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah. That's unethical, and that's misleading to the consumers. And I do think, I actually do think that legal action should be taken. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. It should be taken for this. Even though, I, even though if we do, as you mentioned, we do like WB and, and, and love a lot of the stuff that they put out, this is wrong. This is something absolutely. that should yeah. be punished and uh, shouldn't be allowed in the industry because it's, yeah. it's unhealthy for everyone involved. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely agree. Okay, moving on to much, much better and happier news. Mm. Last week, uh, for a period of time there in, if I'm not mistaken, Las Vegas, uh, a little event you might have heard of took place, which is Summer Games Done Quick 2016. Yeah. And it's very worth mentioning because it's one of those odd balls and odd things to happen every year in the gaming industry. That it's done for a very, very good cause and that it's generally very good in terms of content and in terms of, of uh, you know, entertainment value. And I really like that every year I, I, I try to watch as many as I can. If you don't know what this is, it's uh, Games Done Quick. It's a Twitch thing yep. where they stream for a long, long time, um, usually 24-7 thing. 
uh, a lot of different games, and the whole point of this is to allow speedrunners yeah. to show the fastest ways to mm -hmm. you know to play the games and and try to finish them as as quick as they can. That's hence the name, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and they have a lot of very cool, like, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and they showcase, and they have certain restrictions, right? You need to have at least, I don't know, yeah. a certain percentage of the game, or you need to go through all the temples, and you need to, to do this or that or that. And the speedrunners need to devise a way to make, to fulfill all, all those requirements whilst doing it fast and, and uh, you know, really, really quick. And so they, they showcase a lot of glitches, a lot of weird things and, and weird infinite sword glitches and bomb glitches and jump glitches and, you know, jumping from scenes to scenes of the game without, you know, going into walls and stuff. Yeah. Very, very cool and fun things to watch. And uh, they do it all for charity and they mm -hmm. give all of their, you know, earned um, yeah. profits to a certain charity. I, I think this year was, and last year too, was... Uh, Uh, Médecins Sans Frontières, yeah. that is uh, Doctors Without mm -hmm. Borders. Yeah. Um, you know, the name is self-explanatory. That it's a group of, of you know of medical teams that go around yeah. the world helping you know the the people in, in need. Yeah, they previously did did that for Prevent Cancer Foundation. Yeah, now, that's right. Now, that's right. Now they're doing that for MSF Me yeah. Medics Sans Frontières, and yeah, it's 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 a very very cool thing happening in gaming. It's It's one of my favorite things happening in gaming. Even though I obviously do not watch the entire thing. Oh, of it's, course. Yeah. It's impossible, right? It's, yeah. it's a 24-7 thing yes. happening for how many days? It's uh, at least... Oh, like man. two or three days or more? It's, yeah, it's, I, I think it's four, four or five days. Ooh, it's at damn. least a full weekend. It's, it's at least Friday, Sunday, Saturday. Yeah, and it, it, it's a very long thing. And yeah, they basically, yeah, as you said, they, they bring speedrunners, the best speedrunners yeah. at, at specific games and have them just play the game, play, play the game yeah. from start to finish in the fastest time possible and, and just have and game after game after game after game after game yeah and a lot of cool games a lot of classic games a lot of unknown games as well a lot of yeah. new stuff yeah. and it's very very fun and they do have a sort of a competition here and there i remember they had i think it was a super mario 64 thing that's uh four ways four, yeah and uh, four players doing it at the same time and say to see which one made it first, made it first. <laughs> that was it's it's so fun it's a lot of fun very yeah. cool mechanics as well like people going through games as fast as they can blindfolded or things like that that that's, are like <laughs> what people even know yeah. that and memorize things that much yeah it's very cool to watch so yeah i mean obviously this year you you've missed it <laughs> you can go and watch it on the on the you know on twitch's uh what's it called uh, yeah games on quick past broadcast uh, yeah past broadcast yeah, yeah. Of, of the games on quick channel and a lot of those are on youtube as well uh, of course yeah absolutely yeah. so check them out and next year don't miss it and it's a very cool thing I, i would personally recommend it highly for yeah. you to to see and watch it and if you can and you have the opportunity to to donate yeah. and, and help the cost at least watch a few bits here and there yeah not the entire thing obviously but yeah i, I did watch I remember the full i did watch the full a link between worlds speedrun oh cool cool and what <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember last year I watched the entire Majora's Mask uh, speedrun. That was like four or five hours or something like that. And I remember watching it entirely on on a single Saturday, and and I was really, really much, so much into it, and very, very cool things mm. they did, and I learned a lot about speedrunning, and because they are narrating it. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. They're, com they're that's commenting. That's very cool. It. Yeah. Usually with the Zeldas, at least the ones I've watched. 
they have four players and they have like they they divide the gaming percentages and when a certain player finishes a certain percentage, the next one oh. turn is up. Okay. So the one that just finished starts narrating what the new one's doing and, and yeah. so forth, right? And it's very cool, very and, very. And they have the best one for each section of exactly, the game. Exactly. Yes. No. So the one I watched, the Infinity Wars thing, was done by a single guy. Okay. And but but it, the, the, the entire game was done like in an hour and something. It was wow. it was it was it's stupid. Very cool. It was like, who had how can you do this? And I I didn't believe they could actually do that, but they they did. Yeah, they jumped the entire sections of the game. They did dungeons in like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like how can you do that? Yeah. Just it's, just yes. going through the walls and what? And it's it's so cool to to watch that and wonder how do people find this sort of stuff in a game <laughs> exactly. that's uh, that's incredible and even if you i mean e even if you like speed running or not just the effort that goes behind oh, yeah. this kind of event because there's a lot of people involved in this and i'm not talking about speedrunners, but people behind the scenes working on this kind of stuff it's a huge huge effort it's mind-blowing how they pull this off and I love that people are donating and donating and donating money yeah. throughout all the stream yeah. for this uh, for a social charity cause, and I think that's awesome. And they did, they did uh, gather more than a million bucks. Yeah, they right? gathered exactly one point two nine five million. So that's uh, one million two hundred ninety five hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, which is a huge. To put this into perspective, last. Uh, Yesterday, yesterday? No, uh, on Monday, this last Monday, I don't remember, uh, soon, um, the home run derby, derby of uh, the All-Stars game of, of baseball of the major leagues in, in the States, they usually, every year before the All-Stars game, they have a, a home run derby, which is just, you know, the the best home run takers or the best home runners, the, 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 the people with the most home runs in baseball, in the baseball league, compete to make, like, the most home runs in a single, like, event, right? Mm -hmm. they, they throw them easy pitches, and they try to make as many home runs as they can. As they can. And it's also done by, for charity. And people, I think, they do donate throughout the event. At the end, uh, the winner gives, like, a whole lot of, of money to, to charity yeah. as well. They gathered a little under 7,000. 700,000, yeah, right. dollars. Maybe a little... More, maybe a little over eight, eight hundred thousand okay. dollars, uh, which is, I mean, this is a major league event with major league baseball. Yeah, yeah with baseball and, and millions of people watching on TV, thousands upon thousands of people it's, watching it's in the a, stadiums. It's, more, so it's, it's, it's way it's, more of a mainstream thing. Yes, exactly. And even then, they wow. didn't reach a, 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 a um, mark. yeah a figure as big as, as this. I mean, the, yeah, the, oh, the million wow. mark. So, putting it into perspective, this is a lot of money for. Yeah. Uh, you know, for something that that is online only and uh, yes, exactly a new sort of thing. Yes, right. Baseball has been around for, for yeah. decades, <laughs> decades and decades exactly. and decades. Yeah, and gaming not much. Exactly, and yeah. streaming even, even less. less. And yes. Twitch even less. And Twitch, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is this is cool. This this is um, a very good argument for you guys. Next time you hear that ignorant comment. From uh, people that have been living under a rock, that gaming is evil, oh, and yeah. that gaming <laughs> gaming is wrong, and it doesn't uh, help you for anything, doesn't do anything, and you should be doing better stuff. Well, you can uh, tell that to Doctors Without Borders and the many mm -hmm. people that will be able to help with 
this million exactly. and something. Uh, so just, just keep in mind that, in this, that a gaming stream will just save lives. Yeah. It will save lives. Yeah. Like, people are going to survive or live because a dude sat on a couch and played a game from Star Graffiti the faster that he could. How cool is that? That's, that's, wow. That's, yes. that's, that's, that just speaks about the power of the community and how, and what, the sort of thing that we can do together as a community of, of people that enjoy this, uh, this entertainment and this hobby. This, this, this is awesome. This yeah, is awesome. Absolutely. It's very, very inspiring. Yes. If there's something that's very commendable and, and, worthy and noteworthy of, of mentioning of the gaming community especially is the passion that they yeah. really show and display every time there is for the good things and the bad things but yeah. there's a lot of passion around mm -hmm. gaming so that's yeah that's very cool and for things like this yeah nice keep them coming these news are very very inspiring yes absolutely awesome finishing off closing off our news and announcement section yeah there's a rumor going out uh, two days ago accidentally i think uh <laughs> xbox australia Uh, tweeted apparently by mistake a tweet which said something around the lines of um, look at the shipwreck uh, can't wait for a sea of thieves coming uh, February 2017 uh, hashtag whatever and, uh, and yeah and then a few hours or minutes later after who knows how many people retweeted and liked it Uh, they took out the tweet, and Aaron Greenberg, um, Xbox's uh, global marketing manager mm -hmm. guy, uh, issued a, a, a little statement about, "Oh, guys, it's great that you have that you are so excited about about uh, Sea of Thieves, but we have nothing to announce at the moment. There's no release date or anything." But I mean, <laughs> it, it slipped out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, if if, if this if this indeed. Um came out from an official Xbox account. Yeah. Man. It's, it's a little it's, hard to yeah. deny now. Oh, my God. That's okay. Now, I wouldn't, be, uh, I wouldn't be against or I wouldn't be surprised if there are... If it happens to be delayed for some reason. Yeah. I mean, they wanted to keep this on the wraps for a reason. But, um, you know, assuming this is true and assuming it as, as February the 17th as, as the release date, I think it's a, it's a good margin. Yeah. It's a good it's moment a good for the game to come yeah. out. Sounds plausible. Sounds... Yeah. yeah. I think Sea of Thieves is a game that, for me at the least, I thought more of a summer game, mm -hmm. of a June July game. Right. But February, I think it's it works. Yeah, fine. I think it's that uh, that time of the year where there are not that many big AAA uh, outings. Yeah. At least not for Microsoft right now. Uh, not for Microsoft, yeah, because I I could think of Horizon coming yes. out and what else? <sighs> that's that's the only one that comes to my mind. Scalebound or oh, Crackdown. I don't know where they are slated to come out. But, I mean, at least that part it's, of the... It's not November. Exactly. Not October or November. And I think that game... The, I, I think Sea of Thieves, despite it being a rare game and despite it being it looking interesting, it, it interesting mm -hmm. at least, I think it isn't, It doesn't have the power behind it to compete against the big the powerhouses on, uh, yeah, uh, yes. on October and November, Absolutely right? Agree. It isn't a Halo game. It isn't a Years of War game. Exactly. It isn't Zelda. It isn't... Oh, Zelda. Well, that's March, right? Yes, Part a little it. afterwards. Besides, I don't think it's... Uh, I really... I mean, for next year's... For, for Microsoft's strategy for next year, I think they only have from October... Uh, prior to October to accommodate all of their games coming next year because towards the holidays they're gonna need to push the 
Scorpio brand a little more. Mm -hmm. And with it, you know, games that are more targeted. Toward, I'm not to say that, that uh, Sea of Thieves is not going to be, you know, enhanced in some way by, mm -hmm. by Scorpio. Yeah, but games that can uh, chime Exactly, more. yes. So they're going to be showcasing the Forza 6, 7, 6? 7, I think. 7? Yeah. Whichever Forza it's on turn. Yeah. Um, they're going to be showcasing the big AAA game that's going to look like, oh my goodness, a power, or something <laughs> like that. I don't know, VR <laughs> games or who knows what they're going to be <laughs> showcasing. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so I think for all these smaller games, they're going to be using either the summer or yeah. the first uh, third of the year. Or even better, I, mean, I would love to see a surprise from Rare. Like saying, okay, Sea of Thieves is coming on the first part of the year. Mm -hmm. But hey, we're working on something else, something new that you might like Conquer. that it's going to be coming Conquer. later Conquer. on. Hopefully. Conquer. I mean, we've talked about this before. We, we said that maybe Rare has a secondary team working on something else. Yeah. And I mean, we have an E3 from here to then to showcase more things, right? I just, I want a Rare to do either a Conquer game or a Jet for Gemini game. Okay. Either of those two. Not Banjo Tree. I, I don't want them to do a Banjo Tree game. I don't think they can pull it off. Really. Mm -hmm. I think that's... We, we have Ukulele coming up. That's... Yeah, enough. and that's from the guys that really yeah, made the Banjo guys. enough. Play. But give me either a Conquer game or a, or a Jet for Gemini game. Give me a Jet for Gemini game exclusively for Scorpio, which I know they said they wouldn't, but that would make me buy that <laughs> freaking box. And I don't want that to happen, but at the same time, I do want, uh, I do I want to. I want a Jet for, uh, Gemini, Jet for game. Gemini game. A modern Jet for Could Gemini be. game. Could be. Oh, man. I want, I want them to... I, I won't lie. I do want a Banjo 3. Really? A Banjo 3E. Yeah. I, I, I would be scared. I know. I, know I they, would be nervous. They'd be so hard to pull off and so hard to really live up to the Banjo, uh, you know, thing and theme. But... I want it. You know, I, I mean, I, also, I really want it. Also, a Conquer game would have expectations just so high, and I'm sure they would not fulfill them. That's, Conquer game because it's it's, it's a very unique humor that you gotta pull out. No, but I mean a Banjo game. Also, this, yeah, uh, the same uh, thing yeah, applies. Yeah, same for Banjo. But just for Gemini, I don't think the expectations would be as high. Yeah, because just for Gemini is being more, it's more of an niche audience underground game. Yeah. game. An excellent on uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but a game that had many flaws on the N64 because of technical limitations mm -hmm. of the controller of the hardware. It had it had a couple of flaws here and there, so the expectations wouldn't be as high as high. Yeah, but it is it is the one IP in Rare's catalog that I think would benefit hugely from this current generation of hardware. Okay, it's okay. it's the one, it's the one IP that you can do this. Because on the original games you had these big monsters, these big insects, and huge boss fights. Just, just translate that from the N64 to the to the eighth gen, right. and have them be, be even bigger, grand, more grand, and more stuff going on, stuff yeah. blowing up and blood and uh, oh man, <laughs> and all the weapons and the modern controls and. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, he could benefit from all that, yeah. and they have the IPs there. I mean, they yeah. they they can use them if they want to. So yeah, I really want that. Like this for the beginning yeah. of the year, and then some surprise coming up on the on the you know end of the year yeah. for for rare. Hopefully, absolutely. Um, so Phil, buddy, yes. you have an assignment for the team at Rare from us. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, go and tell them. Go, go and tell them that that your friends at the Gaming Frontier and Mexico are looking forward to a yeah. for Gemini game. Or even better, redirect them to this podcast and let them watch it themselves. Let them watch it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Just for Gemini. 
damn, it's it's such such a cool IP that hasn't been used at all. Yeah, yeah. Ever since N sixty four. Yeah. All right, uh, that's it for our uh, news and announcement section. Let's go now to our new Chinese section that we just um, opened up last New uh, Chinese? No, Chinese. Chinese, oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> Chinese. I don't know if they have this in China. Uh, but yeah, Chinese as in it shines with the sun and it's clean and it's sparkly new, <laughs> which is called the Gaming Frontier quick interview right and this one my friend goes out to you and i think i know the answer to to what you're gonna say but here's the question okay uh just a quick reminder a quick interview it's a single question that i'm gonna ask to to my co-host here and he's gonna need to answer it on the spot uh without thinking it too much but also you know analyzing and telling us why he answered the way he did okay so awesome if you could if you could inhabit any given video game universe, oh, which one would you pick and why? Assuming <laughs> you can't be the main character of the game. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> really? Is it... Because the all of the games I could think have murder going on <laughs> yeah. disaster and you have shit going, yeah, going on, on. It's, a, it's a terrible universe but it, it would be cool oh man assuming I oh god oh damn it's 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 it's, it's a tough one it's a tough one um I'm gonna go with uh, Mass Effect oh cool okay why I'm gonna go with Mass Effect because I initially thought of The Witcher. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say The Witcher. I initially thought of The Witcher, but I'm not the main character, right? right? I'm not Geralt. I'm not yes. powerful. Yeah. I'm not... You could argue you could be any other Witcher out there. Oh, yeah, but when, if, if I got to... Shoot, I don't know, man. But, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's a beautiful world, but it's also a world with many problems, with monster infestations, with bandits, yeah. with a lot of raiding and... People, raping and yeah, yeah. and murdering and uh, a lot of stuff and 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 it's 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 in a point where uh, where humanity and society wasn't that settled up and there were a lot of things that weren't under control a lot of mm-hmm. criminal activity a lot of a lot of death and diseases and uh, a kind of stuff because it's 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 what it's it's the year 1200 something yeah so it's it's i don't know I would love. I'm very invested in the world, and I I would love that. But also, there's a lot of issues, right? It, yeah. It's very interesting, but a lot of issues. Mass Effect, on the other hand, it's modern, like yeah. a modern medicine, technology, all the things, all the modern stuff that we are used to, right? Like like freaking restroom, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Like yeah. freaking restroom, <laughs> and 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 and. and Technology that al- that allows to live comfortably, like air conditioning, air conditioning, yeah, right, that kind of stuff, and modern medicine, modern hospitals, and modern beds, even, and <laughs> all that kind of stuff that we are so used to live with now, and also, I mean, as societies we settled up, and there's modern activity, there's uh, there's more stuff, right, and space traveling, yeah. Just the fact of, of the, just knowing that I could go to any planet, absolutely, and uh, and go as a tourist to many planets and um and enjoy that. But the thing that I'm the one thing that really grabs me and 
and that drives me towards uh, choosing Mass Effect is the different species. Just allowing me to meet um, meet people from uh, different races, like the Krogans, like the Quarians, my love tally. I mean, the Asari, <laughs> and um, oh man, what was the name of what was the the race? The name of the race of Garrus. Oh, so I will forget the name uh, of that race. Garrus Valkyrian, the the. Uh... Oh my god! Yeah, Ga- Garrus Valkyrian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's military dudes that are birds. Yeah. Oh man! Well, we also have the Salarians and um... Salarians. Jesus. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot the name of the race. Oh god. It's uh they are the um, hmm hmm oh my god there's no internet connection oh shit <laughs> <laughs> they are the oh my god not the I can't believe it. not... it's my favorite game of last gen I can fucking yeah same for me same for me yeah <laughs> it's the um ooh and it's gonna be so f- so e- like I'm gonna read it and I know I'm gonna say uh, of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, same for me. I'm going to search you very quickly on my phone as well. Cause, uh... Yeah, because I'm dying inside. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you have to worry about in, in the Mass Effect universe is that every now and then uh, you would need to worry about uh, the Reapers coming yeah. and annihilating the entire species. But to be fair... Um, Turians! The Turians. There you go. Yeah, yeah. the Turians. But to be fair, to be fair, I mean... I choose the universe, but what if I can choose the time period of the universe? Maybe I could be after the the, the Reaper, Reaper thing yeah. happens. And also, how often do Reapers... I think it's millions of years in between. Yeah, so, so what should I worry about? Yeah, you have mostly I have optimistic a big time frame yeah. of just being there in that universe and enjoying my stuff, enjoying yeah. my time. And what if maybe I have money in the universe, a lot of money, and I could have a awesome apartment on the citadel oh. and a big in a beautiful house at Earth a beautiful no at a beautiful Eden beautiful yeah at like a beautiful paradise right. planet yes. yes a beautiful resort <laughs> and my own spaceship oh with, uh, with your I, own mean, crew I mean and there, there's there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that I, I would love to enjoy from the Mass Effect universe but mostly mostly the alien stuff yeah like just being able to interact with aliens that are friendly mm-hmm. that had we live together in society and learn from them and speak to them and try their stuff and all the other kind of things that would be yeah that would be something that I would very very much like yeah so the yeah my pick is Mass Effect I would love to be in the Mass Effect universe very cool very very cool oh and also learn to do the um what was the name of the powers the um the biotics the, the biotics the, with yeah. the thing yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, Singularities who, and yeah, and what was the name cool of the thing that they? Uh, it's your uh, that tool, Omni tool, the Omni tool, yeah, exactly. yeah, and have one of those and learn and have and... your very cool sword like thingy yeah, and learn the biotic stuff. That would be awesome. Yeah, you would have been a uh, what's the name of that class? That's half engineer, no idea. half biotic. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really need to go back to that universe before yeah. Andromeda comes around, or let Andromeda reminds us of, yeah. of it. Ah, I can't wait for Andromeda. Can't wait. Oh, damn it. I want to play. Uh, hopefully early next year. Oh, right there next to Sea of Thieves. Right. Yeah, definitely. 
So, what? if it doesn't get delayed, again. if it doesn't get delayed, of course, which is uh, a, which is a possibility yeah, for both games, <laughs> for both of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, so anything interesting coming out this week? <sighs> we have a couple things. Uh, first of all, a drift for PS4. The game already came out on PC. I don't know if Xbox, but at least on PC and and you know Oculus and and a VR game. It drifts is the one game that you float around in a ship mm-hmm. that was destroyed in space uh, for VR. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. No, the, the PSVR is not yet out, right? No. So, no. yeah, at least for PS4, the regular PS4, it's it's out there. So yeah. if you want to try it. Cool. Monster Monster Hunter Generations mm-hmm. is coming out for 3DS. It's this Friday, July 8th, 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Which I heard it's a interesting, good Monster Hunter game. I, I, did, uh, I did see that reviews already came out, mm-hmm. but I haven't watch or seeing any of them okay but i'm expecting positive reviews yes. as always from monster hunter from, from monster hunter absolutely uh so tumblestone for the xbox one that's uh i have no idea what that is but it's only coming for xbox mm-hmm. one then obliter racers which seems to be a very fun racing game uh with lots of destruction coming out for ps4 and xbox one and the assembly coming out for at the end of the week for uh, oculus and htc vive a mm-hmm. uh, vr game and oh. that's all that's coming out. Uh, nothing that no, but huge, you, but you, cool. You missed things. one very important. Oh, which one? A very important game. Which one? Coming to Steam July nineteenth. Oh my god! Oh, it's very very true. That's <laughs> very very true. <laughs> yeah, I actually wanted to get to that uh, in the next small section after the what we're we playing now uh, to talk a little more about Monster Monster about <laughs> <laughs> Hunter's Legacy. Ooh. A game coming out on July, July the 19th. 19th. Yeah. And uh, if you guys don't know... Oh, we don't have the shirts. If you guys don't know what we are talking about, you haven't been paying attention to our podcast, and that makes me very mad. Uh, but Monster Hunter, I'm, 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 I, I can't Why? get out of it. I don't know. <laughs> Hunter. Hunter's Legacy. It's a 2D platformer game that we've been working on in the studio. Yeah. Uh, the studio that we work on mm-hmm. at. Sorry. Uh it's a platformer. It's a very cool platformer. Uh, you you control a cat, yeah, <laughs> a female heroine, in in this universe of something. That's a, the the universe that we. That's the name of the universe. Universe of something. Yes, that's absolutely. the name. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's coming out. You tell them the details. It's it's coming out on July nineteenth on Steam. Yes. So yeah, it's a two D platformer game. It's a Metroidvania game, so yep. it, it's a bit open. It's, it's it's a bit of an open world. It's very much focused on combat and exploration in the sense that there are a lot of hidden paths, hidden areas, he, he, hidden stuff in the game mm-hmm. that allow you to uh, find see, find secrets and find find uh, secret materials that allow you to buy upgrades yeah that uh, they're optional optional that kind of optional stuff that we like to find in games but at the same time this is a very tough game it's a challenging platformer that will force you especially on your first playthrough to go out of your way and look for this stuff yes to get these damn upgrades because you're gonna need them because the boss fights and the levels it's a tough game and it's a game mainly for people that like us grew up playing the the games in the eighties and nineties, exactly, yeah, and uh, enjoy these kind of challenges. Not hand holding the game, just teaches you all of the me- all of its mechanics purely through the game design yeah. and through level design, and uh, it's 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 a bit of a refreshment in the modern uh, gaming industry. And we put together this game with a lot of thought, a lot of care, 
the with uh, the development began a bit over a year ago and it's ready out for release there's a demo now on steam that you can try yep. and play and the game available july 19th and we're very excited about it and our first game yeah to be released to the public and you believe that wow so far reception has been very positive the reception of our demo and press has been enjoying a lot of the game and we hope that you give it a chance and uh, at least try demo and if you like it why don't you support us with your yeah absolutely right. if you game. like games that are reminiscent to that yeah. all all the games that yeah. are very challenging very not hand holding as mm -hmm. you said very good on level design and verticality and all that things and a, a cool story a very good music according to the reviews that we've had this far uh, go and try it out. It's a very, very cool game. If you search here on YouTube, uh, just type Hunter's Legacy in, in, in the a search bar. And, yeah, you're going to find uh, some um, some coverage of the yeah. game, uh, which is very cool. Or if you type it in Google, you're going to find a couple uh, articles here and there. So, yeah, give it a shot. Give it a chance. And uh, I think, and not just because it's the game that we developed at the studio, it's a very cool game. It's yeah. a very fun game yeah, to play. We, we had a blast playing. Yes, it. absolutely. And uh, speaking of the, of the music, uh, we enjoy while playing and while beta testing the game, we enjoyed the music a lot. And we decided to actually have it available for sale as the, the soundtrack, <laughs> including tracks that aren't available in the game that didn't make the final cut. Ooh, so cool, it's cool, available cool. for just a buck, guys. I mean, yeah. just a dollar. Yeah. And the game, That's its uh, retail fine. price is the price of the game. It's uh, it's just ooh, it's just. Seven dollars. Yeah, which is, I mean, guys, it's 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 affordable. I think it's, it's seven dollars for a, for a game that will, by the way, last you for at least seven to eight hours, yeah. at least. Yeah, and that's if you really go quick yeah. through it. If you don't do much exploration, if you don't yeah. do much of the upgrades, uh, which I don't advise, yeah. right? But if you try to do it as fast as you can, if yeah. not, then you're probably gonna pass the 10 hour mark yeah definitely maybe if you're a super pro you could do a run of a six hour run maybe mm -hmm. on, on your first run if you're a super pro and you do not do much exploration but yeah if you want to see everything in the game everything that is hidden in the game at, at the very least it's a 10 hour game yeah and it's it's not an 8-bit platformer like many in this like like yeah. you like you would expect from many in this it's actually the art style is very unique it's yeah. hand drawn all of it is hand-drawn, tile-based, but hand-drawn. It, it just, um, in my opinion, it looks gorgeous, right? And very unique, very different from what we are used from the indie scene in that sense. And yeah, just uh, watch uh, watch the trailers on Steam and uh, try the demo. It's, it's The demo is free, obviously, and have fun with it. Yeah. And the game has many mechanics that make it different from different platforms. Like, for instance, there are spores that you could grab and get into them that allows you to fly through the air in the path that they're flying towards. So yeah. you can glide through the air by, by getting a leaf, a leaf. On, yeah. on, on one of the later levels of the game. And, and you can grab ledges, which is very, very a different new mechanic for platformers of yeah. this style. Absolutely. Which allow for more vertical gameplay. And, and yeah, it gives you a lot of different advantages and, and things to do. Right, absolutely. Yeah, and there's a lot of... Um, you mentioned it's very vertical. There's yeah. a lot of going up, going down in, in, in the levels. And a lot of... Uh, also from fire and... Not fire, but heat and cold mechanics yeah. in there. There's a lot of stuff that you... that, that we, we wanted to put something different in every area of the game. Just we would love if you could um, 
check it fun. out with it check it yeah. out it's it's very it's a fun game absolutely fun. absolutely yeah. and that is indeed coming this week yeah Ooh, yeah <laughs> exciting stuff guys uh, so yeah, uh, what are we playing right now? What are you playing right now, my friend? I've been playing The Witcher Three, yeah. as um, as always, and uh, <laughs> but I'm finally feeling like I'm making progress. Okay, <laughs> like now my, there's nothing on the treasure hunts list. I, oh, I finished all wow. of that stuff. I'm only seeing three side quests, three secondary quests on okay. my list, and only two contracts, two Witcher contracts. And um, so I'm kind of seeing that I'm making progress, <laughs> but I'm going through the main quest right now, uh -huh. and it's opening more stuff. So, but but, but I I do see myself now. I do see myself getting <laughs> towards the end okay. of this. But I know I'm still at least at the very least five hours away from All right. from finishing it. Cool. I'm but I'm most likely around ten hours, ten more hours, which is a lot. So oh, it's very cool. Ten more hours, but it's very very cool. And I, I'm I'm having a blast with it. It's it's one of the best games I've ever played by far easily. Um, as we talked about before, I'm mean, playing Hunter's Legacy. I play some Smash, some cool. Smash, cool. Uh, which is always a lot of fun. Yes, I did play more of Zelda Four Swords. Nice. Uh, the DS, the Game Boy Advance game that was later ported to the DSi, the later brought to the 3DS, and I, I in fact, I uh, finished. I finished the game with a friend. And um, but there, after you finish the game, some secret levels open, Ooh. which are challenging, and they are challenging definitely. And we're going through those nice. one by one. Nice, and nice. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's very very fun. And I also played some Mario Party one. One, nice. One, the very original. The one. very original one, uh, and it's it's. <laughs> I just love how it's so punishing. <laughs> it punishes you for nice. everything. It it takes away coins for from you if you lose some mini games, which is what. It's it's very nice. punishing. I like it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's one of my favorite Mario parties. Yeah. Absolutely, it's uh, I love I love it so much because of how unpredictable it is, how punishing it is, and yeah, it's very much luck based, and I like that from from my body because it's it's unpredictable. It's uh, I, I I played a twenty turn game and I was on fourth place almost the entire game. On the last two turns, I won. Really, first place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, it was. It's that unpredictable. Yeah, it was super super fun because I remember on the second to last turn. A chance time gave me all the coins from the from the dude that had the most um, the, the highest amount of coins, mm -hmm. and he had like a hundred thirty coins something like that. So I got all of those, uh -huh. and then I was in front of a boo, so I stole a star from the first from the first place, place uh -huh. which which put me on second place. Uh -huh. Just tight tight in stars, but a, a bit with below from with on, on coins. Okay, but. The next player got also to a bull, and that player didn't have enough coins to steal a star, but enough to steal coins. Okay. And he stole coins from, from the, the first, first place, place, which brought me to the first <laughs> place. <right>? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I won. Nice. Cool. <laughs> won. Very cool. And I, I just love this uh, the unpredictability of Mario Party, of the old school Mario Party games, and how just you win coins and on the same turn you land on a Bowser space or just a random Bowser pops in because of a hidden block whatever yeah. and he's like oh give me 20 coins <laughs> that's it and that's yes. it and you lose everything and yeah I played that one and I, I love it I love the game it's it's cool I just wish I, I, I wish so much that Mario Party 
if Mario Party could go back to that. Uh, to that, yeah, to the roots. Oh, and I, I played a map, which is called the Eternal Star, which is the last hidden map on mm -hmm. the game, which uh, there are there isn't one star, but there are uh, various stars, right? And there isn't a fixed, uh, there isn't an unknown path towards this star, because it's the map is separated between sections. Mm -hmm. And at the end of each section, there's uh, you, you can choose between, uh, you can choose between two teleporters, but you don't know where it's, it's gonna leave it's gonna you. Leave you. Yeah. you gotta learn the patterns, right? And when you reach a star, which is actually sold by Baby Bowser, to you pay twenty coins, but you don't get the star right away. You gotta beat Baby Bowser in a dice block in 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 in, in a dice block challenge. Uh -huh. So you roll a dice, and then he rolls a dice. Ooh. But if your number is lower, you don't get the star. Damn. You don't get the star and just waste the twenty coins. So that's super fun. That's just. It's unfair, <laughs> and I love it, and I love that. But it's unfair for everyone, so it's, it's, unfair it's for everyone. fair in a yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and one player, my friend, she actually, uh, she actually reached the star two times. Mm -hmm. And none and of them. And both of those <laughs> lost. Nice. And, and, and then a CPU, a, player, a computer character reached the star and got it the first try. And it's frustrating, and you get pissed. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, it's absolutely. so much fun. That's the magic of Mario Party. It's so much fun, and then you just want to get to a boo and steal that damn star yeah, from because it was yours. <laughs> it was yours, <laughs> right? And it, it's so much fun. I had a blast with that. Very yeah. cool. Very very cool. And that's uh, it. What about me? I uh, played The Witcher Two, The Witcher Three, The Witcher Three. Two. Yeah. Um, which is, as you mentioned, a super super blast. Super game. Finally finished. Yeah. Although, you know, I, I told you last mm -hmm. week that I wanted to finish all of the previous, like, non-expansion contracts mm -hmm. that I've got left because I didn't want them to be there on top of the new ones, on top of, of all those new things that started to, to you know, uh, um, pile up and stack up in, in, on top of each other. Uh, so I finished them all up, and I finally moved to Tucson to keep playing uh, Blood and Wine. I haven't touched the main quest yet, uh, like... I, I stopped at a point where I told you and I left it there and then I started doing all the secondary quests but the secondary quests are so like big and immersive that they take so much time that I only could make like a couple of them and they're very cool there's one where you take the role of a, of a knight in, a, in this gladi gladiators uh, almost like uh, a competition and uh, there's three different uh competition that you need to take part on and, and you do that and at the same time you're trying to figure out what's going on with this one girl that's acting weird and so it's, it's almost like a detective like uh, thingy going on with the gladiator thing on, on, on top so it's very cool it's very very cool I love the quest mm -hmm. of the witcher um, that took most of my time I also played a little bit of Hunter's Legacy I'm, I'm still I mean I, I already played the game before I finished it and now I'm, I'm going through it again on the latest, uh, you know, things patched and whatnot, but I'm 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 getting there. I'm I'm slowly but steadily, uh, you know, going through the games. A very, as we mentioned, very cool, very fun game to play. Um, I also played. What else did I play? I didn't play, but I updated my Halo Five in order to have all the new patches and things that I added last week. Uh, haven't played it. I want to play it. I want to play Overwatch. I want to play so many things. But, uh, no, I think those are the only two things I played. Uh, Witcher and uh, Hunter's Legacy. Cool. And, yeah, that's that's about it. That's about cool. it. Yeah. A very cool week, very busy week, but very mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, yeah, and that's it. That's that's it, guys, for this week. For this week's episode, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for staying. And uh, thank you for listening and watching us. If you're on YouTube or for watching us there. If you're on iTunes for listening to us in there. I know a couple of friends that are um, that listen to us. That oh. listen to us. Not from iTunes directly, but they uh, download, yeah, sure. download the, pod the podcast from there. And they listen to it on the go. Cool. Um, yeah, thank you guys for that. Um, Uh, yeah, uh, very, very appreciative of you being here and you liking, subscribing. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. Uh, we'll really like it if you do. And we appreciate all of your support here, now, and always. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for sticking with us. We'll be bringing you a new episode next. No, that's not true. That's we're not bringing not you an, an episode next week. As we mentioned at the beginning, we're going to be taking a break uh, two weeks. Well, not we. But, you know, the cabin is not going to be available for us to do it, for us to do the, the podcast. So uh, we're going to be bringing in different content mm -hmm. that's going to replace the, the podcast in our, in our channel for only a couple of weeks. Then afterwards, we're going to be, you know, coming back as yeah. always. You can always reach us on Twitter at Gaming Frontier, at underscore, sorry, Gaming Frontier. And on Facebook as GamingFrontier.com slash Gaming Frontier Entertainment. Yep. Uh, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the show, you can send us an email to gamingfrontier.contact at gmail.com. Yep. Head over to our channel uh, on YouTube to watch more gaming content published regularly. That's uh, true. In terms of the mail, please be really, really uh, uh, don't doubt it. Don't hesitate uh, if you really want to ask us anything about whether you know, about the show or about the game or about the studio or about whatever you want, we are here to uh, watch and read and, and try to, to be in touch with you guys. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. And thank you so much for uh, being here once again. And remember to always, always, always keep playing. And see you Absolutely. next week. No! See you in three weeks. In two weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's see weeks. you soon, guys. See you soon. But keep it, keep it, yeah, keep it locked here. Meanwhile, play The Witcher. The Witcher yeah. and Overwatch and Hunter's Legacy above all. Yeah, yeah. Give it a, give it a try. I, yep. I think you guys will be surprised how much you, you might end up enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, keep it locked in the channel for more content coming soon. The glitch compilation and some other thingies that we yep. have in store for you. Definitely. So see you guys.